Welcome to the Andrea Ingstrom Show. I'm passionate about helping you break through to your next level of abundance, success, and freedom so that you can create the life you desire and inspire others to do the same. I'm your host, Andrea Ingstrom, and on today's show, we're going to talk about creating space for productivity. So this is an area of my life that I have not always been great at. In fact, I struggled quite a bit at this, um, especially early in life. So my mom is a decorator. My sister is an organizer and a home stager. And I somehow was not born with the naturally organized gene. I love making things beautiful, but as a kid, I, when I was growing up, my room was always a mess. And when I got married at a very young age of 18 years old, the gift that my mom gave me, one of the gifts was a book called How Not to Be a Messy, The Ultimate Guide for the Neatness Challenged by Sandra Felton. And I'm so grateful that she gave me that book because um, at the time I was like, mom, what are you doing? Like, this is not kind. And then I started reading it and I was like, oh, I need this. And it, and it was actually a really good read. So if it's something you struggle with, that book came out in 1999. It is an oldie, but a goodie. And today I, um, I more point to a book from Marie Kondo um, called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. But you know, just having clean spaces is the basics. But what I wanna talk about today is really creating an environment for yourself and setting yourself up for success by being organized. And it's so funny because a lot of people in my coaching groups think, what are you talking about, Andrea? Like you're the most organized person I know because I share these systems. The reason I'm so passionate about systems for keeping yourself organized is because it's something I've had to work really hard on. So it's kind of like, kind of like math. Sometimes I'll, I'll teach some financial principles and math things, and it is not become, because it comes naturally, but because I want to help you if it's something that you struggle with too. So we're all in this thing together. If you struggle with organization, today's session is for you. We're going to talk about productivity and how to set up your spaces and your life for greater success in these areas. So we're going to start out by talking about your physical space, right? And so I've worked really hard to set up an office space for myself in my home. I work from home, as a lot of you listening do these days. Um, but I've set up a space for myself in my home that is really conducive to, to getting things done. And so I want to walk you through some things that I've created here that allow me to be more productive. One of the things that when we first moved into this space was really important to me is because we didn't have a dedicated office space. I would love to have a dedicated office space. And many of you would assume that I do because my background looks really clean and uh, well-designed here. But but in reality, like I am sitting in my living room right now um, recording this podcast. And whenever I'm on business meetings on my Zoom, I am in my living room. And, um, and I've carved out a, a space in my house that is dedicated to my office space, but it also shares space with other, other areas. And so the, what I did in my office space, and you can write down notes while I'm telling you this, is I actually set up a zone behind my couch 
where my back is facing the wall and my eyes face the windows and face the rest of the room. Um, I know this is something to do with feng shui and I'm not a feng shui expert, but I know that when I'm sitting at my desk, I wanna see lots of light. I have a view of the mountains out my windows. Um, but a lot of us, when we set up our offices, we will tend to put our desk up to a wall or we sit at our dining room table, right? If we're working from our dining room table and the rest of the background behind us is our beautiful house and we're facing a wall or we're not facing the most beautiful views. And so what I wanna encourage you to do first of all is set up an, a desk or a table for yourself as a workspace that allows you to have the best views of that room. Because if you're working from home like me, I spend hours and hours sitting in this seat. So I have a comfortable chair, um, and so that's a good start also. And I have, I've got a desk space that is set up to be comfortable, but the direction that it faces actually matters for me in my productivity. And so put your desk in a space where you like what you're seeing. It's, uh, it doesn't feel like you're stepping into a cave or that you have to face a wall or a corner while you're working. The second thing that I do is because, especially because I'm sharing uh, a space with other, other functions in my home, like my living room and, and I can see my dining room and my kitchen from here. I want to make sure that I am keeping my office clutter to an absolute minimum. That means that I only keep things in my office space that are highly functional. Um, I don't keep archive folders near my desk. If I am not actively using that file and I have a very small file box, it's like, it's just like the smallest file box you can find almost. Um, it only holds about 20 folders. And if there are, if it gets too full, it means it's time to take things out and, and archive them. And so I keep a very tidy, small box of files for my active files only just for bank stuff that's current, just for current properties and projects that I'm actively working on. And then I will get rid of all the rest of the paperwork, either archive it or digitize it and put it in my Google Drive. Um, or if it's a receipt or something like that, I will use an app to scan that. I scan it into my QuickBook apps, app, QuickBooks app, and then it goes right into QuickBooks and I don't have to keep the paper around. Because I, what I know about me, and this is something that I learned from this book called How Not to Be a Messy, was that I struggle with paper. Paper, I, I think that I have to hold on to things. Um, that was my natural, because what if I need this piece of paper later, right? But in today's world, we can digitize things. We can scan them, take a photo. I have an app on my phone that is connected to my printer. Um, that's an HP printer. They have a great app that allows you to scan documents and you can store them on your drive. You can email them to yourself. Um, but, but once it's scanned and digitized, I don't need that piece of paper anymore. And so it's so freeing to be able to get rid of the extra paper around me. I have a dedicated place for my mail. That can be another paper clutter thing that, that eats up your world if you allow it to. And I try to sort my mail as quickly as possible, throwing away the trash and having everything else that is uh, needing to be dealt with in, in one spot. So it's not spread all over my living room um, and bleeding out of my office into my kitchen and things like that. So a lot of homes that I go into have mail all over the counter and that's a normal thing to do. But if you are a business owner and you're working from home, it's really important that you, you keep your paper that's important in, in a dedicated place, okay? So set yourself up for success 
success by having a place for paper, um, having a place for paper that you don't need anymore or that's not active, um, archive it into other places, um, into a box somewhere else in your house, not in your immediate office. One of the other things I do, and y'all are going to laugh because this is such a simple tip, but um, I keep a trash can right next to my desk. And so if you're working at the dining room table, I want to encourage you, get a little waste bin that goes right at your feet because it'll, it allows you to sort through paper um, clutter a lot faster and easier because you just throw things away the envelopes and stuff like that. Um, get a small shredder. If you if you need a place that you can shred things immediately and you know that about yourself, get yourself a little shredder um, or have a place where you put things that you're gonna take to be shredded somewhere. Um, I keep my printer close at hand. Um, I love having uh, simple, simple tools for helping me look better when I'm on Zoom meetings or when I'm recording things like this. And so I have lights um, that, are, that are just for attached to my desk here. And I have my microphone set up and these are really simple tools that you can get um, to keep your space um, well lit and as well as help you look great when you're on the on zoom meetings or um, recording something or you're gonna you're gonna post something to social media as a lot of business owners today do is you've got to take a quick video of yourself and put it up to talk about something going on in your business the other thing that I do that I think is really, really helpful is um, I have created a notebook that is for my morning routine. And on a previous episode, we talked about morning rituals, and I shared a little bit about this, but this is another tip for staying organized and productive that I want to just give you this concept. So in my notebook, um, and I, I, I just took a normal notebook that you can buy at an office supply store or um, at any, any big box store, and I... Um, I put a cover on it that is one of my core values. And so the front of my notebook says integrity. And then my favorite definition for that, that word integrity, which is choosing courage over comfort is choosing what's right over what's fun, fast, or easy. And it's practicing your values, not just professing them. And that's from Brene Brown's book, Dare to Lead. But I love that definition and it keeps my notebook um, really uh, attractive and easy to easy to spot. And, um, and inside that, I have little page protectors where I have put things related to my morning routine that, that give me prompts for what I have committed to doing with that time. And so I have listed out my lifesavers in there in the notebook. And I will put this notebook and my journal on a, on a side table or near where uh, I have dedicated space where I do my morning routine. And this is one of those principles for productivity is setting yourself up for success. Have the tools that you need to do the activity that you have planned to do at that time close at hand. And so I keep my notebook, my journal, and a pen um, with close to my little end table and my chair where I always do my morning routine. And I get my caffeine in the morning and I sit down and I know exactly what I need to do with that time. And most of us kind of stumble out of bed and then we wander around and we look for our journal or we look for the book that we were um, intending to read that morning. But I've got all of mine ready to go so that I've set myself up for the activity that I intend to do at that time. And this is the, this is the principle is to put things close at hand that, that support what you say you want to be doing with that time. So if you have scheduled time um, in the morning to do exercise or to do yoga, go ahead and put your mat out where you're in, where you intend to do it the night before. Have a zone for that. Have a zone for your journaling time and your reading time. 
have your work zone set up. And, and I, I encourage you to tidy up that space at the end of every day so that um, you're resetting your space so that when you hit your desk, you're ready to work and you're not overwhelmed by the clutter and the mess that are around you. Some of the other things that I like to do is, um, for example, I do, this is a this is an efficiency hack. Um, but you know, I used to have makeup all over my counter in my bathroom, but today, instead of having my makeup spread out everywhere, I have all of my makeup in one little bag, one little bag that can go with me in the car. Um, I usually put my makeup on at my desk in the morning with my good light. Um, cause my, my light kind of mimics sunlight and I have a little mirror on my desk so that I can touch up makeup before I go live or before I, um, am recording or hopping on a meeting with someone. And because it's all condensed and handy in one little bag, um, it's really quick for me to do what I need to do. And it's quick for me to, if I have to travel, I just throw my bag in, um, in my, in my tote or whatever, but keeping everything all together that I need. Um, and I, and it also makes me limit how much I have, because if you have lots of old makeup, like a lot of people I know. Um, and like I used to, I had like boxes or bags or like, you know, stands or, um, when I was young, it was a caboodle. We had caboodles full of makeup. Um, but now I just limit it and I, and if it doesn't fit in the bag, it's something's gotta go. It's a one in one out rule. Okay. So I don't keep old stuff. Um, I don't keep green eyeshadow just in case six months from now I want to use green eyeshadow. I only keep what will fit in this bag. And so I end up getting very streamlined with my routines that way. And so I want you to think about what are the things that you're doing every day on a regular basis and how can you, how can you condense, how can you create, um, a, a very streamlined approach to those normal daily activities. Same thing with setting up your coffee in the morning, keep all the stuff that you need for making coffee all close by in one space so that you're not running all over the kitchen, looking for the, the certain little thing that you like in your coffee. Like let's, let's get really smart and efficient about where we put our stuff. And again, I'm not a professional organizer, but I have some really important people in my life who have taught me a few things. And I've read some good books that have helped me with creating some systems for organization. Um, some other things that I like to do, um, is, and, and this is more about how we organize our time and creating space in your calendar for productivity. So there's a couple things that I like to do to keep organized when it comes to what I'm supposed to be doing and when, um, I keep what I call a supercharged to-do list, which on my supercharged to-do list, I include the date that it is due what the status is of completion. So whether it's in process, um, not yet started or complete. And then I also have on that list, how much time I think it will take me to accomplish that task. This is a really powerful strategy because so many things on your to-do list, um, we will blow them up in our mind to be something that feels like it's going to take a lot. But in reality, a lot of things on our to-do list will take five or 10 minutes, like scheduling an appointment doesn't take very long to get that scheduled, but we'll keep bumping it down our to-do list for some reason, because maybe we don't know what to say in that email, or, um, we, you know, we don't have all of our calendar handy with us when we're, when we're thinking about it. And, and I just want to encourage you 
write down how much time you think it will actually take you to accomplish that thing. Because the other thing that it does besides overcoming that barrier in your mind to getting that thing done is it allows you to know how much time to time block for that activity on your calendar. We all need to be prioritizing things on our calendars. If there is something on your to-do list that is a money-making activity, that is an, a high-income producing activity, it deserves a spot on your calendar. You are in process of becoming a highly paid professional. And some of you listening are extremely highly paid professionals, but you're not honoring your time the way that you would if you were meeting with someone else. So if you were meeting with someone else like an attorney, I pay my attorney $450 an hour. And you better believe if I am sitting across from them, I am not getting distracted, texting people on my phone, answering quick a quick email here, going to the fridge to see what's what's new in the fridge today. No, I am focused on my time with that with that highly paid professional. We have to treat ourselves like we are a highly paid professional if we want to be a highly paid professional. And so I want to encourage you put the time on your to-do list next to how each item so that you know how much time to block and then put blocks of time on your calendar for when you are going to accomplish those things. Because time is a vacuum. It will be filled if you don't put things on your calendar that are your priorities. Other people will suck away your time if you are not claiming it for the things that you say are your highest priorities. And so when you time block on your calendar, the next thing that we have to do is honor those time blocks. So if somebody messages you or you get an interruption, interruption while you're in the middle of an appointment with yourself, guess what? You get to let them know if they're, if they're persistent, you just say, Hey, I'm in an appointment. I can get back to you after 4 PM today. And most people will honor that because they will assume that you're in an appointment with a highly paid professional, like a dentist or an attorney or something like that. And they'll say, Oh, oh okay. Got it. Got it. If you were meeting with a client, you would honor that time because the client is paying you a lot of money to be there. Right. And so honor your appointments with yourself, treat yourself like the highly paid professional that you intend to be. So schedule times with yourself. Let people know that you are in an appointment if you're in a time that can't be bothered. Um, but also it, it helps you to maintain those spots on your calendar for the things that are really important for you to accomplish. So if somebody reaches out and says, hey, are you available to do this thing for me? Or can you meet during this time? You can look at your calendar and go, oh, I actually have an appointment during that time. Can you meet at this future time, right? And so, so you're getting into the habit of honoring yourself and you're teaching other people what to expect of you, that you are not available at the drop of a hat. And that can be one of the hardest things is setting those kind of boundaries with people that we love and people who are reaching out for our help. But it is so critical that we honor our own time. If we want to, if we want to be productive, we've got to create space for productivity on our calendar, in our immediate environment, all of the things. I want to share a couple of fun things that I do in my in my space. So I, I like to have things close to me. 
that are um, for my immediate use and that are are helping me to be productive, like my little file box, like having a trash can right at hand um, and keeping every all the clutter to a minimum. But there's a couple of key things that I keep on my desk and I wanna share with you what those things are. Um, a couple of things that have some, some meaning to me. Um, and I encourage any of you that if you have something um, that motivates you, that's the right kind of thing to keep near your desk. If you have something that inspires you, that reminds you of your goals, um, that's the sort of thing to keep near your desk. And so some of us like to put uh, vision boards close at hand. I actually have my vision board um, on my desktop. So when I open my computer, that's what I see is the, the vision of what I want my future to look like. And I'm reminded of those things um, whenever I open my computer. And so that's a great way to keep your visual clutter around you to a minimum, but still keep your vision board close at hand. The other things that I keep on my desk that are, are close at hand is um, I actually have this little token. And if you're watching this on YouTube, you're you're seeing what I'm sharing with you. Um, I have a token that I received when I had a year of sobriety and it's just a little memento, but it reminds me to just take things one day at a time and, um, and, and to keep on and that I can do this, that I can do this, that I can maintain my sobriety. And if, if that's something that you struggle with, you know what I'm talking about and it's important to keep, um, uh, ways to remember that close at hand and a reminder that, um, that I'm still doing this thing and I'm, I'm doing well. The other thing I like to keep close at hand is um, this little bell. And I'm going to show you if you're watching on YouTube, you can see this. Um, but I'm going to, if you're listening, you're going to be able to hear it. I keep this little bell close to my desk. It is uh, just like, it looks like a lot, like from the whole, the lobby of a hotel or something, an old hotel. And I got it in an antique store or something. But whenever something good happens in my business, when I, when I um, sign on a new client or I get a new opportunity that I'm excited about, I will ring this bell. And this bell sound is the reminder to me to celebrate. It's to celebrate something good that happened. And it's so funny because sometimes I will, um, I'll get a new, I'll close a new client. I'll jump off the call. I'll jump out of my seat and I'll start to run away from my desk to go do something. Um, and then I'll run back over and I'll ring that bell. Even if I'm the only one in the house and I'm the only one who hears it, I ring that bell to remind myself to celebrate. And it's, it's just my little, and I do my little happy dance and I'm like, yes, it, we did it. We did it. Right. Um, but, but keeping a way to celebrate, I think is a really powerful thing. And I keep it on my desk all the time. Another thing that I keep nearby is a dollar bill that I have written. If you can see what I've written on here, it says a hundred thousand dollars. I didn't have a hundred thousand dollar bill to put on my desk. Um, that, but I put a hundred thousand dollars on a, on a bill because I wanted to remind myself about my goals. So one of my goals is to, is to generate a hundred thousand dollars a month in income from my businesses. And, and so I'm working towards that. I'm getting darn close some of these months, but I have a date in mind by which I want to accomplish that goal of a consistent $100,000 a month in income. And so I've created a very small visual that stays, stays near my desk that, um, that I see every single day when I sat down. And so these are things that motivate me to be productive. So it's one thing to set yourself up for success and be organized and just have the things close at hand that you need um, for, your, for your work and to be productive. But another element to this is staying motivated, staying 
encouraged and, and, and having enthusiasm for what you're doing. And so these are a few things that I keep close at hand to, to keep me on track and to keep me motivated. Um, a couple of other things that I do to stay organized, I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but is using the Google Drive. And so I encourage people, you know, one of the areas of our life and our work that can get really cluttered, that can get really a mess is our desktop on our computer. And, um, and people make fun of me because mine gets to be messy sometimes too, but all of my important files that I need to be able to find are well filed in my Google Drive. So I create folders for each project that I have going on, both for my real estate and my coaching business. Um, folders that um, are very well labeled so that I don't have trouble finding what I'm looking for when I'm working on a project or if I have to go back and find something for tax purposes or, um, or for a future group that I'm leading or something like that. So keeping your, org your files organized on Google Drive is super, super helpful with this. It saves me tons of time going back through email, looking for important things, or just going through a, a drive that's just a mess. Um, I, can, I always know how to find what I'm looking for when it's in my electronic file organization system, which I use Google Drive. Um, the other thing that is really important about this is y'all, one time I was leaving for the airport I had a tote bag right next to my console between the seats and we were, I was dropping the kids off. My husband was with me. And I, as soon as I dropped everybody off, I was heading to the airport. Well, my husband likes to drink Coke zero out of a big old jar, like a, like a hillbilly. And he had put his big old jar of, of beverage between the seats on this console. Cause it wouldn't even fit in the cup holder. Well, I was in a hurry and I, I took a quick, I made a quick stop when we, when we parked to drop off the kids and I kissed the kids and hugged them goodbye and everything. And I got back in the car and I was like, where's the Coke? Where's your Coke? And you know where I'm going with this, that entire jar of Coke zero dumped into my leather, my, my beautiful leather tote bag that had my computer, my notebooks, like I was all ready for a trip. And you know how that is. It's like all of your important things are in this tote bag when you're going on a trip. And that whole jar of Coke dumped into my tote bag. And I said a few cho choice words, as you can imagine. And then we went home and grabbed my husband's laptop, cleaned out my bag, got a different bag because that one was, was toast um, for it needed to dry out and get cleaned up. But, um, but I went, I was able to get, borrow his computer. And because all of my important files are in Google drive, I didn't lose anything. I can, I can access my email. I just log into the drive and I log into my email from any, anybody's computer. And I was able to immediately access everything that I needed for that, for that trip and for my business. So it was very frustrating and it ruined the computer but nothing was lost. Nothing, nothing that it was irreplaceable was lost. And so that's for me beyond being able to find things easily is backing up your files is super, super important. So make sure that you keep your, your desktop, not just full of everything that's important, but that you also, that you back it up on the drive, back it up in a cloud, cloud-based drive that you can access even if your computer dies or gets Coke Zero dumped all over it, okay? 
So these are just a few things that I use to keep myself organized. Um, I hope this is helpful for all of you. I love sharing ideas with you on how to be more productive, how to um, improve your business and your life. Um, I'm really passionate about helping you to create the life of your dreams. So my challenge for you today, if you work from home or you have an office set up for yourself, um, set yourself up for success by organizing your space for maximum productivity. Take a few minutes today to get rid of some clutter out of your office space. Create zones for your work and for your morning routine. Keep only the things that you need close at hand. Get rid of visual clutter. Face your desk away from the wall and towards a window for good energy. Have a place for your papers and eliminate what you don't need. Archive that old paperwork in a place that is not in your immediate view. Um, this is kind of like, uh, you know, when you go to get dressed in the morning and um, your, your closet is full of clothes that don't fit you or that you don't like, and you feel like you have nothing to wear, even though you have literally hundreds of items of clothes in most cases. Well, this is, this is very similar. We want to be brutal in our decision-making about what, get, what we share space with when we are trying to be our most productive. Um, so, you know, take the time to get that space organized so that you can really hit the ground running when you are ready to be focused. Put time blocks on your calendar for, for creating this, the time and the space on your calendar to get stuff done. All right. I don't know who needed this kick in the butt today, but uh, all of us need to hear this stuff. So if this is something that you struggle with, you're not alone. I struggle with this stuff too. Um, and that's why systems are so important. This is why we need systems in our life. And I've become a lover of systems um, where, where in the past I used to be very rebellious about that, that kind of stuff. I didn't like rules. I would, when I would used to say that the rules don't apply to me. That's what I thought when I was young. And now I kind of love rules because it gives me guidelines to be more successful in. And, um, and that's just some maturing that I've had to do over my 41 years. Cause I was, I think I came out, uh, a rebellious creature who did not like the rules and did not like to have to follow systems and processes. But as a business owner today, I have a great appreciation for them. Well, if you want to gain more clarity in your life and in your business, I want to invite you to join me for a free workshop for women entrepreneurs on how to build your personal clarity, confidence, and connections so that you can increase your income, live your best life, and inspire others to do the same. You can register for my workshop for free at andreaingstrom.com. It's called The Three Secrets to Double Your Income, Clarity, confidence, and unlimited referrals. Well, if something on the today's show resonated with you, would you just let me know by giving me a review on this podcast? Um, just uh, point to how many stars you think that, that we deserve today. And if you are a woman entrepreneur, I want to personally invite you to join my Facebook group, Bold Women in Business Sisterhood, where I share strategies for clarity, confidence, and powerful connections so you can build the business and the life that you deserve. It's a free group to join, and I hope to see you in there. Till next time, I'm Andrea Ingstrom, encouraging you to take action on your dreams. You are the one who makes your dreams come true. Show up to your life with power and authenticity. Be bold, be tenacious, and make it happen.